and welcome to episode five of the Keep Dancing podcast, where the air is thick with anticipation and we've just found out who will be dancing to what at the weekend. Today, we're talking to Cassie, who runs the very fab and fun Strictly support group, about how for her, Strictly is a year-round cross-generational obsession. Hi Cassie, could you tell us a bit more about yourself and the support group and the fun stuff you get up to? Yeah, hello Eleanor. Um, well, I'm 31. Uh, I'm a Strictly Super fan. I've got a young Strictly Super fan in residence in my house, my daughter, who's absolutely obsessed with all things Strictly. Um, and she's part of the inspiration for why I started the Strictly Support Group. Um, we both watch it regularly. It's a big family thing in our house. Saturday nights are in front of the TV. Um, watching Strictly and when uh, Strictly's over um, I noticed that she was looking on the TV when Strictly on um, and came to me and said but mummy why is it not on this week I miss it Um, so we decided that it wasn't just us who loved Strictly and there were other people who enjoyed it as well and missed it when it wasn't on so thought actually could do it all year round have sort of strictly chat every week um and it's sort of grown from there but yeah it is it is such a lovely thing now about the family viewing do you have your teas all before the show or after uh we definitely have them before the show but we do have to have compulsory strictly snacks whilst watching so that can be cupcakes that can be crisps it can be sweets um basically anything that makes you feel good while you're watching tv um we did also have fruit as well to be healthy one week which was good (laughs) just like like a theme week yeah exactly so we have a theme every week about our strictly snacks which uh, ranges from cake to fruit and all sorts in between (laughs) (laughs) an important part of family viewing um you've mentioned the weekly chat in the support group um explain to us exactly what a sort of a strictly support group week is like so it's very very busy um we do have daily dance fixes um throughout the year so we will pick a dance every year which can be any dance from any series um and it's just to sort of keep the memory of strictly alive throughout the year um During the week, we also do a midweek quiz, um, which is normally either a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Um, And that's just to get people excited about Strictly, but also to uh, test people's knowledge in a very friendly way, not being like an exam at school or anything like that. Um, But it's just to test people's knowledge and get them... I have tripped myself up on some of those questions. I I can't claim any kind of super fan badge. <laughs> I think there are, there are lots of people who do extremely well and even surprise me with their knowledge because there's some questions I put in there that I think, would someone really know that? And they do. And it's actually amazing how much people know about Strictly and it even makes me feel as a super fan that maybe I should sort up on my knowledge sometimes so yeah <laughs> I, I've sort of accepted that I'm I'm just because the other end of the year um I do Eurovision stuff I'm just never going to be able to have pub quiz level knowledge on both subjects so 
one of them's just going to have to survive as it is, basically. (laughs) 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 I think you can learn about Strictly and love it. And it is good to know so much about it. But at the same time, just enjoying it and enjoying the show, having fun is what Strictly is all about, I think. So Exactly. (laughs) Um, But we also do a weekly chat, which has a theme. Um, So we've done Disney, we've done films, we've done musicals. Um, I even let my daughter take over and do a princess and unicorn chat once, which was (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Um, The questions were all hers. I did have to do the typing to help her out, but um, it was all very much a, a... it's all aimed at people interacting and talking about Strictly. And sort of getting fans to get in contact with one another and forming a sort of a nice fan group. While we're talking about the, the the Strictly dance fix that you do, do you have a particular favourite dance that you um, sort of go back to again and again? Um, I love quick steps. Uh, I think one that I love particularly um, is Pasha and Chelsea's quick step that they did, which was the airport themed oh yes remember it yes i do it's such a good dance um it's something you can watch over and over again i do have a bit of a soft spot for pasha um that i'm not going to i do love him a lot Mm -hmm. um but i think the dance itself the week when it was um she came to top of the lead just the whole thing of the dance was just what's Strictly's all about having fun and it was such a good quick step. I do think that Pasha does choreograph some of the best quick steps on Strictly and can't see the one that he's got this year if he does a quick step. Oh, yes. For me, it's always um, Natalie and Artem's show dance. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I I can always go back and find something else to, to just wander at in there. I think it's so many different style dance. It's not just one typical dance. It was tap dance. There was quick step. There was bits of boring. Yeah, and, it and it's it's like... a. It felt like a whole movie in a minute and a yeah. half. <laughs> it was. It was brilliant remembering it, and I think one bit I remember is the whole um, bit with the canes in the middle. Yes. Um, and like the pole where they were dancing around the pole that was incredible and she was a professional in my opinion as good as one of the professionals so yeah yeah I mean like we don't always get upset at the ringer no I think it's someone who I think even if you try hard on Strictly and don't get very far and have people love you but also if you show that ability and you are able to pull off those brilliant routines, that is just as impressive. And uh, yeah. I think people 
I think it's also good that Natalie just got clearly so much better as the series got on. You know, I think it's it's not how you start out on Strictly, it's whether there's evidence you've tried. Definitely. And she did try and she hurt herself trying as well, I think, didn't she? Because she hurt her back and had like the illness throughout the journey, which she did incredibly well. And it showed that she was pushing herself to do better and better every week. And she did, which lots of people do brilliantly and they have a great journey um, from not being able to dance to being doing great ballroom tunes but she, she was able to dance and just got increased in confidence increased in stamina in her ability to pull off such wonderful dances that were as good as the pro routines in my opinion exactly <laughs> i really hope we get um a treat like that this year so i don't watch with kids and I'm aware that I'm getting a sort of a different experience to a lot of the family audience who watch like yourself as a whole family on a Saturday night. How do you think it actually works as a family show? It's something that all the family can enjoy. And there are, are sometimes dance where I've felt I've needed to close my child's eyes, just cover her eyes. And she's looked at me saying, no, mummy, I'm old enough to watch this now. I'm six. Um, particularly rumbas and some of the Argentine tangos, no names mentioned. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but it's some it's a show that is great for anyone from a young age up to hundred. I mean my grandma used to watch it when she was alive. My mum and dad watch it. Um my sister watches it, my whole family watch it. We don't watch it but we do chat about it afterwards and there's a big family whatsapp group on mobiles where we're texting each other to say oh what did you think of this dance who were your favorite oh that's great and i think <laughs> i think part of the reason it works so well for families is there is humor Peter and chess are amazing at what they do um they're dance they're people contestants who are young and old as well so you've got people for all ages to identify yeah, I think I that I think that it is interesting that strictly as the sort of the big flagship entertainment show of the BBC is one of the sort of real standard bearers for all sorts of diversity, and Definitely. I think that's great. Definitely, and I think it's it shows that you don't have to be young to dance; you can dance at any age, and I went to a ballroom dance class a few years back and I was amazed at the number of the age in the room went from about 19 to about 60 in the same room and it was great seeing everyone dancing together all getting all who all of us loved Strictly and all of us talking about who our favorite couples were in that previous series so it is something that people can see someone dancing, they want to learn to dance. And it, it's just such a brilliant show. And, and I think it inspires people to take up something that maybe they never had the confidence to try or thought, oh, I don't want to make a fool of myself. But watching Strictly makes them want to enjoy more and maybe take it as a hobby. Yeah, they get such a... a 
they managed to cast the show so well that even people who um well i mean it's partially because dancing is fun but they managed to get people who can communicate the joy of just having a go definitely and i think jeremy vine last year was a key example of that and he was just brilliant week after week and he tried his hardest and he just wanted to go out out there and prove that he was doing something that maybe he he wasn't doing it he was doing it the best he could uh, and prove that you don't have to as long as you're having fun you don't have to be the best dancer but it's having fun that actually makes the performance you can get people who are technically perfect but can't perform and they're not as in to watch as those who aren't the best dancers exactly and you know it is a sort of a weird british thing that we are sort of uncomfortable with sort of letting go and uh, sort of enjoying our own physicality i guess and strictly is quite a I good think, antidote to that i think it is i think particularly guys more than girls i think when my husband said oh we're going to go to a ballroom dance class he organized it and i thought right you okay going there and he said yeah i'd be thought first oh he's not going to enjoy much but he actually really got into it and i think it helped that we had a teacher who was very very set to the fact that people were getting self-conscious that she would make sure that we weren't self-conscious of what we were doing and just told us to have a go and and enjoy it and not be worried about anyone um thinking about like what anyone thinks of you um so earlier on you mentioned that you thought that a couple of the dancers had maybe gotten a bit adult and racy but has strictly given you any other sort of interesting parenting moments um i think probably well interesting parenting would be emotional goodbyes i know a few years ago um she was a lot younger but she saw it was um tim wanacott and natalie yeah. Uh, leaving and they were in the dance off and they looked in tears they were, she came to me crying saying mommy I don't want them to go home they look sad and I said well, don't worry I'm sure that if they do their best in the dance off they won't go home and when they went home she actually went to the TV and started hugging the TV which was very very cute and I did have to give her a big, big hug afterwards but I think she emotional moments it's sort of goodbyes and when people do leave the show it is like they're leaving a family and it is almost like saying goodbye to a friend or a, a relative if they're going on a journey or going off to university or something like that she would get she used to get very very upset about it but now she sees it a bit like oh they've gone on a dance off <laughs> and they will be back they will be back in a few and, weeks yeah you were able to tell her that they're all going on tour together and going on a massive long holiday together next year weren't you i was able to tell her that and also to tell her that well santa, if you're good santa might buy you tickets which santa did because she was a good girl so um yeah i think it's it's sort of teaching kids about that 
that thing moments are like that are fleeting having something quite doing something so enjoyable and involved as strictly is very very it's very much for one moment and not going to be forever and you must make the most of every moment that you have and I think that's helped her as well with her dancing because she's learned that well she did a competition the other week and came off which I was very happy well done Bella um she it sort of taught her that well I need to make the most of every dance that I'm doing and just have fun because I don't know when I might dancing and it although that sounds quite sad I think it's quite sweet in a way that Strictly's taught her that so yes an extremely profound lesson for somebody so young to have learned through a Saturday night entertainment show that is so lovely it is such um I have to say sometimes she's more mature than me um, and I look at her and think you're six how did that come out how do those words come out of your mouth and it's quite sweet but <laughs> I do think it is it's lovely that Strictly's had such a that effect on her um thinking of other moments as well where a few years back when she really got into Strictly at age of three. Um, she was possibly one of the youngest people I knew watching the show at that time. And um, I think it was a bit iffy whether Susanna Reid and Kevin would get through to the next week um, after their Argentine tango. Um, and they were sat there waiting for the Tess and I think Bruce to announce who would be through to the semi-finals. And she saw them looking worried and she said, but mummy, they're not going home because I voted for them. Oh, no. <laughs> and... <laughs> that is too young. Through, and... Yeah, that's that's too young to risk that lesson about democracy. I know. I think, yeah, democracy. She's learning about democracy. She's learning about as saying goodbye. She's learning about dance as well. And... I think Strictly is educational as well as just being entertainment. So, yeah, <laughs> great family show. <laughs> oh, wow. So you went to the tour. What what did you think of the, the 2016 tour? It was impressive. It was amazing. Um, it was all of the dance, all that you'd expect from what you see on a live show and or and um, we didn't get to meet any of the cast, sadly, because we had to go home to get a train. Um, but it felt, being in the room with so many people who loved the show and interacting with the show and getting up and dancing along in parts as well uh, was very, it was so much fun. I mean, we went to Wembley, um, which is one of the smaller venues um, in comparison, well, a lot smaller than the O2, uh, but still the atmosphere, everyone was cheering and um, even got to see Deb and Anita do their uh, American Smooth, which, again, I had to cover my six-year-old's eyes, but that's <laughs> another story. Um, it was, it, it's just a magical moment. And I think if anyone, if you ever get the chance to go, you have to go to the tour uh, it's not 
seeing the dances, but it is the whole Strictly experience and even seeing the costumes on TV. You don't get to see, you see the sparkles, but you don't know how many, many sparkles there are. Uh, they just glisten and shine and it just becomes like a glowing ball of loveliness. <laughs> it's just amazing. Do you know, (laughs) I I would go to a museum exhibit, just a really nicely well-lit one, just of all of the frocks. I know they did one, I think it was last year. Um, My daughter went with her godmother, um, took them to Woburn, and they had the costumes on show then. And they weren't allowed to take pictures, but I asked her what she thought of it afterwards, and her words were, I love the sequins and the glitter. So it was it impressed her a lot. And she does want to wear glitter everywhere now um, and tries to put it on all her clothes and everything. So, uh, You know, I do that and I'm an adult woman with a serious job, so... <laughs> I do wear a bit of sparkle every day. I have to have something sparkly on. So, yeah. <laughs> My my commitment to metallics and sparkles has gone to sparkly trainers, gold leather jacket. Um, I oh, I had a pair of rhinestone Converse at one point. The, <laughs> it, it, now I've got that bedazzling gone. Nothing can stop me. I do have the glittery Converse, and my daughter has a matching pair. And I did get told when I wore them last week how old are you by my mum and I said well I'm 31 she said you look about 10 and I said but I love sparkle and nobody would take that away from me and she just sort of looked and walked off there's, so I don't know whether she approved there's no upper age limit on sparkle <laughs> exactly you have to wear sparkle every day and I have so many sparkly bits of jewellery that make an appearance sparkly jumpers and just sparkle everywhere. I think if I wore everything together, I would possibly look like the glitter ball. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, I not, there's nothing wrong no. with that. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, so <laughs> back to your uh, your fan community. One thing I've noticed about the, the Strictly fan community, that with sort of one glaring exception, there is basically no drama in um, basically the Strictly Twitter fans. Definitely. I think of any other group of fans you see, you see people criticising one another. And I think the Strictly fan community is one where everyone gets on. There, Even people have made friends through the support group, which I think is just testament to the Strictly fan base itself. Everybody's on. There's no drama. There doesn't seem to be any of that sort of tension between people. I mean, everybody does have their favourites and during every series, but they're not going to put it in the way of whether they are friends with somebody or not. So it is, it's a show that brings families and brings together different generations but also brings together people from all different backgrounds and even online in social media you I've noticed there is on the forums maybe there's a bit of criticism but on Twitter and Facebook everybody in the community 
seems to be friendly and set up the support group I was quite keen to sort of point out that it's a group where people respect each other's opinions they can say what they want and it's an open forum but not to be not to sort of take it out on people if they say something that they don't believe in and I think 99% of the time that's what happens and it is such a lovely feeling just to know that everybody is so positive about Strictly and they don't feel any hatred towards others um, for what they believe in which you don't really see with a lot of communities I think of other so yeah yeah and even (laughs) even the thing that's starting to become a little bit entrenched and will probably actually go away after this year or next year the the Jordans versus the Cliftons that's like It's it's going to be barely a thing after this season. I think there's a, a phrase like, like today's is yeah uh, tomorrow's shit paper, and I think that's with with any social media things do die down. You'll see people will erupt and start arguing about something on other media, and then a day later they're best of friends again. And I think something that will die down and. I don't necessarily think it's great for Strictly that that's happening, but I think the way that um, the Cliftons have managed sort of the comments from the uh, from the Jordans has been brilliant, and it's it just shows the power of the Strictly fan community that everybody sort of they see somebody being attacked, they will back them up in a nice way, but they won't sort of attack other people um, in the process. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you got any uh, special things coming up to go with this series of Strictly that you want to share? Uh, well, my lovely, lovely six-year-old Bella is going to be doing her best bits every week. Um, so after the show, she is going to decide what's her favourite dance. Knowing her, it will be something featuring lots of glitter, an animal, a unicorn, or be Disney-related. So if they do a Disney theme week, help. Oh, um, wow. but, <laughs> um, but we're also going to be doing um, our Advent competition uh, coming into Christmas. So there'll be chances for to win lots of surprises. And when we eventually reach 4,000 followers on Twitter, which we are getting closer to by the day, um, we will have some very, very special surprises, which I'm not going to reveal that, but there will be lots of nice surprises. So, yeah. <laughs> that sounds exciting. She'll have to uh, be follow Fridaying and Saturday and Sundaying for you. <laughs> I think, yeah, follow Friday. Day, um, strictly Saturdays, but also following Saturdays and following Sundays. So we will see what happens. But yeah, have you have you seen the the songs yet? They just went up just before we started talking. I haven't. No, okay. I really want to see them. Right? Are there any? Are there any? So let's do a reaction. Who who do you want to know about first? I think for the sake of my six year old, um, Karen. Because Will and Karen. Karen's co-op. Yes. I am so excited about Will and Karen because they're dancing a tango to Let's Dance by David Bowie. 
that's that's going to be awesome. It's it's sort of so like Will Young, isn't it? It is, and he has, in a strange way, got a bit of a David Bowie of him. I know it's hard. sorry, rest in peace, David Bowie, but he does have that sort of coolness that he could pull off anything like that. That's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. Anybody else? We'll not go through the whole lot, but anybody else? Oh, Tamika and Gorka. I do like them as partnership. Well, this, a lot of fun. this sounds going to be interesting, and I think it is definitely going to be fun. So there's a sort of a there's definitely a reveal coming up because they're dancing the Paso Doble to El Gato Montes by Ramon Cortez followed by Eviva España by Sylvia. So they're hitting the comedy uh, note early on there. <laughs> I can see that working. Yeah. I can see that working in the bizarre way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to have... Judges and giggles. Bruno will probably fall off his chair. Um, and I think... I even get a 10 from then. Well, no, it's week one. You can't give 10s. Maybe no. a seven from then. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think I will let you get away and go and peruse that full list yourself. Thank you very much for telling us all about the Strictly Support group and about um, how you enjoy watching the show with your family. And um, it's yes, it's been lovely to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm Ellie, and you were listening to episode five of the Keep Dancing podcast. Our next episode will be released at the weekend after we've seen our new celebs and new dancers take to the floor for the first time. If you want to get in touch with us and tell us about things you've bedazzled in the name of Strictly, or if you've got any questions for our Strictly team, you can email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter as at Keep Dancing Pod, and we've got a Facebook page that you can find by searching for the Keep Dancing Podcast. Please join us in the comments. We're also on Tumblr at keepdancingpodcast.com. On all of these pages, there'll be a link where you can get to the SoundCloud and RSS feed so you can always get our latest episode. We're also now in the iTunes directory and we'll post links to that too. Thanks for listening. Keep dancing. <laughs>